Welcome to the Originers podcast. A few years ago, I attended an event where I met a celebrant for the first time. A celebrant, I discovered, is someone who officiates ceremonies like weddings, baby namings, funerals and memorials. Unlike registrars or religious leaders, however, celebrants don't conduct legal ceremonies. The paperwork is done separately, so it can be a great solution for people who want something more creative or held in a more unusual location. The celebrant I met talked with great joy about all the fabulous locations she delivered ceremonies, including lakes, mountains, woodlands and beaches. I loved her stories about how she brings a personal touch and makes everything unique to every family because she isn't restrained by the usual rules. Every ceremony is original, naturally. From all these great stories, I assumed the weddings were her favourite. Oh no, she told me. It's the funerals. I remember being really surprised and unusually for me, not being able to say anything for a moment probably because I was sad at having recently lost my granddad. She explained that whereas weddings were already a joyous occasion and she just added a little magic, at the funerals she felt such a privilege telling the story of someone's life and sharing in the memories of a loved one. I remembered then how special it had been hearing the story of Grandpa's life being retold at his funeral and swapping anecdotes with family members during the wake. I came away with new memories of him that I could treasure forever. In fact, I realised that at every funeral I've ever attended, I've always come away learning something new about that person, no matter how well I've known them. It got me thinking. Would this have been what they would have wanted to be remembered for? Would this be the thing they wanted us to take away from their life? Or would there have been something more important they'd want us to hold on to? There's no way of knowing that now, of course, but it is a reminder to make sure we're living the lives we want to live and making the impact we want to make today. So, on the Originers podcast, let's talk about what you want to be remembered for and why, no matter your age or your circumstances, why this is such an important question to ask yourself right now in your life today. Originers are entrepreneurs, business leaders and pioneers who are fueled by great ideas. They are on a mission. They don't want to be average. They want to stand out. What they do matters. Because big or small, Originers are creating our future. A better future. Welcome. I'm Loretta Milan. I'm a communication expert and host of the Originers podcast. There are billions of people in the world and not one is the same. We are born with different attributes and flares for different things. Our environment, experiences and the company we keep shape us further. All this heavily influences the direction of our lives and we end up on different paths with different challenges, stories and desires. It's so easy for life to continue in a rhythm, one foot in front of the other along that path. Some days are average, no different to the next. Another day of college or work or in business. 
other days stand out. Today, for example, is just another day in the studio for me. But for someone else, it's their birthday, their wedding day, the day they welcome home a new baby, or the day they say goodbye to a loved one. It'll be marked in their calendar for every year from here on. When these days happen, these days that make you stop, these days that make you realise that life is precious and you can't just let it run away, these days call you to listen and pay attention to what's really important. Events don't always have to happen to you to be a reminder to cherish life. Recently, as a fan of the popular comedy series Friends, I was shocked and so sad to hear of the death of Matthew Perry, who played Chandler Bing, especially as he was just 54. Of course, in the days that followed, newspapers, media channels and social networks were filled with an outpouring of grief from fans and fellow celebrities, as well as a celebration of his comic brilliance. From all of this, it would seem that friends defined him. The show was certainly a hit. As we all know, it won six Emmy Awards, including Outstanding Comedy Series. In terms of ratings, it reached the number one spot by its eighth season and was watched by millions of viewers around the world. This series inevitably rocketed the careers of the entire cast and brought them intense media attention very quickly. Although being famous seems an attractive concept, particularly on those days where life may seem mundane, it's much harder than many realise. Public life is under constant scrutiny. Photos and stories about public figures are valuable and so both intrusion and speculation become every day. Your life has a price tag. It can become very hard to trust friends because a salacious story can sell for a lot of money, whether it's true, half true or not true at all. In addition, there's a constant pressure to perform. Public figures can be vilified for having an off day or going to the shops in an old tracksuit and unwashed hair. And it's hard to be always on and always wearing that mask that the world expects. To imagine this lifestyle, picture something you have to do in a highly polished way, like delivering a presentation, attending an interview or a wedding and imagine trying to keep up that level of polish every time you step out of your house, even if it's just out to the corner shop for milk, because you're worried about getting caught, looking bad, or being shamed by a crowd of people. Think of all the times you've accidentally said the wrong thing, but not having the chance to correct yourself or put it into context before everyone's judged you and it's too late. It's not surprising, then, that addiction becomes a problem for public figures, and sadly, for Perry, this was a lifelong struggle, no doubt, heightened by his fame. I can't even begin to comprehend how tough addiction must be. Perry claimed he spent $9 million on his addiction. He's said to have had 14 stomach surgeries, 15 stays in rehab, 30 years of therapy and around 6,000 Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. Despite it all, he decided to use his challenges to help others. He lobbied government for changes and opened Perry House, a sober living facility in his former mansion in Malibu. For this, 
he received a Champion of Recovery Award from the White House Office of National Drug Control Policy. The opening of Perry's memoir, Friends, Lovers and the Big Terrible Thing, was dedicated to the people he wanted to help. It reads, For all of the sufferers out there, you know who you are. And it was like he was trying to open a conversation with them. In the book, he speaks openly about his struggle with addiction, something that takes great courage in a world that's obsessed with photoshopping out our flaws. Recently, mourners gathered at the Forest Lawn Cemetery in the Hollywood Hills area of Los Angeles to say goodbye to Perry, less than a mile from the Warner Brothers studio where Friends was filmed. I heard the Peter Gabriel and Kate Bush song, Don't Give Up, was played during the funeral. Apparently, it was a song Perry often referenced when signing copies of his book. In an interview, he said, I always put, don't give up, because you shouldn't give up. Certainly, Perry's mission is far from over. Close friends are reported to have launched a new foundation in his honour to continue his lifelong efforts to help people experiencing drug addiction. Perry brought great joy and so much laughter in his role as Chandler in Friends, and that's a wonderful achievement. But from what I've read and the interviews I've seen, it's his work to support people out of addiction that he wants to be his true legacy. We all get different amounts of time in life. None of us knows exactly how long that is, but we do have the time that we have right now, in the present. So think about this. What do you really want to be remembered for? However old you are, whatever your circumstances right now, it's a good question to ask yourself to make sure you are living the life you want to live and making the impact you want to make. Both the challenges and the triumphs we've experienced or are yet to come our way are an opportunity to make a difference and carve something new in our lives. It's not always a case of needing to make a radical change unless there's something badly and urgently wrong. Small steps taken often will get you up a mountain and it's much better to take those small steps every day than wait and delay especially when it comes to something really important to you. When you're working on that thing you want to be remembered for, don't forget that a big part of it is making sure that people hear about it. Who needs to know about it and why? How are you going to get them interested and engaged? Other episodes of the Originers podcast include tips on how to do this well, especially the ones on increasing your influence and becoming a leading voice. You'll find links to those in the article that accompanies this episode. In everything you do, remember the words of legendary author, thinker and poet, Maya Angelou. People will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. Your life and the impact you make matters and it's the way you make people feel that will ultimately be remembered. Whatever you do, don't give up. Keep at it. So, what are the most important takeaways from this episode of the Originers podcast? One, asking yourself 
what you want to be remembered for is a useful way to check if you are living the life you want to live and making the impact you want to make. Two, both the challenges and the triumphs we've experienced in life are opportunities to make a difference and create something better in the world. Don't give up on what's important to you. Regular steps forward are key to making it happen. Three, to make the thing you want to be remembered for a reality, it's important that people know about it and are on board. Make sure you know who needs to be part of your journey and why. Think about how you want to make them feel. That's ultimately what they'll really remember. We hope you found the lessons in this podcast valuable. In the show notes, you'll find a link to the article which accompanies this episode. It includes all the lessons we shared with you today and links to the other episodes with tips for helping you to make sure people hear about all the great work that you're doing. Now is the greatest time to use the unique blend of experiences, skills, personality and values that make you an originer to stand out and succeed with your ambitions. The Originers podcast features expert tips and ideas to help you do this in a way that is not only effective, but feels great. You'll also enjoy regular inspiration from Originers around the world. Subscribe now because Originer, this is your time. Your voice makes the future.